Again, I'll say I appreciate the invitation to be here. Uh, it's just a, just a pleasure. I was thinking about, I sitting back here thinking a minute ago, that my, mind, my mind was dialing back uh, however long ago it was when Brother Tim says Tracy first moved back to this area from Nashville. And they came up and visited at the church at Zion's Rest some and other places. And uh, <clears throat> I had more hair. Brother Tim's was all dark at that time. So anyways... <laughs> Uh, <laughs> uh, and just it's just been a pleasure knowing him and, and being uh, seeing his ministry grow and this church grow and prosper in the churches of this area. So thankful for that. And hope you'll be in prayer for me this afternoon and that the Lord would bless. I'm going to turn back uh, uh, to something I touched on just briefly this morning, but it's something that's kind of been on my mind a little bit. I hope the Lord will bless. I hope the... Uh, you know, I'm always dependent on him to help things come out right. So, you know, as, uh, as we're doing this, I want to turn back over to the 18th chapter of the book of John. And we'll go back to a place that I mentioned this morning. Uh, Jesus is, uh, has been brought before uh, the, the Jewish high priest. He's been, now he's been carried over to Pilate. I, I always like to think about this. I was like, Jesus was the original hot potato. Nobody really wanted to come out and, you know, and say anything. Now, the Jews really wanted to, but they kind of were in a position where they couldn't. But, but it was like, you take him. No, you take him. No, you take him. You take him. Everybody was trying to pass him around. And uh, yet at the same time, that's what he came there for. He, he knew why he was there and uh, what was about to take place. And as, as he was doing this, it says, Pilate, verse 33, John 18 says, Pilate entered into the judgment hall again and called Jesus and said unto him, Art thou the king of the Jews? Jesus answered, and answered him, Sayest thou this thing of thyself, or did others tell thee of me? Tell it, tell it thee of me. And Pilate answered, Am I a Jew? Thine own nation and chief priests have delivered thee unto me. What hast thou done? I mean, I, I can almost hear... I can almost hear Pilate, the agony and somewhat in Pilate. You know, what have you done that your own people, it's got to be bad, or why would they bring you here? And, and at the same time, you know, you, you, you fast forward the story a little bit, Pilate says, I don't find anything wrong with this man. You know, and, and, and symbolically or whatever washes his hands. He, he really, you know, but he's weak. He's a man. And eventually he gave in to the pressure of the people. And I'll tell you, you know, today, in today's world, I, this is kind of, I, I don't want to go down that trail today. I mean, but uh, I mean, we need leaders that are, that are God-fearing men that will stand up for what's right. Pilate knew what was right, and he, he wimped out to the crowd, okay? I mean, that's, that's what happened. They, they cried, give us Barabbas. And uh, I'll throw this in, throw this in free. You know, uh, Simon Barjona, Simon son of Jonah, Barjona, uh, Barabbas, son of the father. The, the innocent son of the father was put on the cross and the guilty son of the father was set free. Just like us. I mean... Uh, the, the, the guilty were, were free and the innocent was put on, put on the cross. Right. And, and as he answered this, he says, Jesus answered and said, my kingdom is not of this world. 
Uh, there's a whole discussion on what the kingdom of God is. We heard some great preaching on that last weekend. <laughs> and uh, uh, I, I, to all that, I just say amen and amen. You know, it's, uh, uh, we, we are in a spiritual kingdom. And, uh, and to enter into that kingdom, the Bible tells us, except you become as a little child and humble yourself, you cannot enter in. Except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. I mean, so, you know, to see it, you've got to be born again. To enter it, you've got to humble yourself and become like a little child. Put away self and, and enter into that worship service. So Jesus says, my kingdom's not of this world. If my kingdom were of this world, then would my servants fight that I should not be delivered to the Jews. But now is my kingdom, oh, it's interesting, now is my kingdom not hence. Didn't say it wouldn't be, but not then. Yeah, I'm going to think about that one for a little while. Pilate therefore said unto him, Art thou a king, art thou a king then? And Jesus answered, Thou sayest that I am a king. To this end I was born, and for this cause I came into the world, that I should bear witness unto the truth. Everyone that is of the truth heareth my voice. And Pilate said unto him, what is truth? Today, everybody is going around trying to find answers. And they're, you know, the old country song, they're looking for, they're looking for love in all the wrong places. You know, they're looking for answers in all the wrong places. He just, he just told, Pilate asked the question, the same question really that's pervading the world. And, and when I say that, it's because when I see people making decisions today, yeah. I'm, general, I'm, I'm broad brushing a lot of this. Yeah. We, y'all want to talk details? We'll talk details. The people are making decisions today based on how they feel, how they think, what they've been told, what they've heard. People are making decisions based on everything except the truth. Amen. And, and, they're, and they're making... Young folks are ruining their lives. They're ruining their testimonies. And, 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 and generally just making, just making mistakes that are messing up their lives because they're basing their decision making on the wrong set of ground rules. The, you know, the Bible, you know, we, we talk some at home about, you know, having a biblical worldview. View, viewing, viewing the happenings of your life, of the world, through a lens of what does the Scripture say. Amen. And, if, and if, you make, if you make your decision, so Pilate wants to know what is truth. Okay, so we'll, I'll pause right there just a second to turn over to the 17th chapter where I attempted to quote this morning. And he says over there, Jesus is praying in the Garden of Gethsemane. And we'll not go through the whole prayer, but as he's sitting there, he says, uh, <clears throat> Now I come unto thee, verse 13, and these things I speak in the world, that they might have my joy fulfilled in themselves. I have given them thy word. Lord, I've given them the best gift I could give them. I've given them my word. I've given them my wor thy word. And the world hath hated them. Duh. I mean, 
2,000 years later, is it different? If you're, if you're loving God's Word, if you're living your life like God's Word says to, everybody's not your friend. And, and Jesus is praying. He knows what's coming for His disciples and His apostles. And He says, I've given them thy word, and the world has hated them because they are not of the world. Even as I am not of the world, I pray not that thou shouldest take them out of the world. You know, I mean, I, I, have you ever pondered that? I mean, I've, I've pondered that thought as he's praying. I'm, I'm thinking, you know, Jesus could have come. He could have died on the cross. Uh, he could have left his gospel message here, you know. And he could have just swept his disciples up and said, come on, guys, we're going home. But he didn't. Because there, there, there was a purpose for them. You know, we sit around today and we think about, I'm waiting. I'd love to see the clouds open up and Jesus coming down and, you know, riding through the skies, coming to take us home. I would love to see that. And it may happen in our lifetime, okay? But, uh, but if not, patience and waiting. Amen. Patience and waiting till his time, not my time. And so as he's praying for them, he says, I pray not that thou shouldest take them out of the world, but that thou shouldest keep them from the evil. Boy, if, if, folks, if y'all want to pray something today, pray that prayer. Amen. Pray that if we're going to be in this old world, that God would keep his people from the evil. It's, it's, it's a, if you go and look at it, I'll, I'll throw this out. Go look at that phrase sometime. Repeatedly, that's a prayer. In, in the scripture, keep them from the evil, keep them from the evil. All right. So he says, I pray not that thou shouldest keep them from the evil. They are not of the world, even as I am not of the world. Sanctify them through thy truth. Thy word is truth. <clears throat> so, so if we're trying to make decisions today, people, you know, young folks, we're all dating you know, whatever. Well, everybody's moving in with each other before they get married. That's how you test everything out and make sure, you know, it's all going. Biblical lens, right? Amen. Put, it, put the biblical lens on. Put on the truth. Make, your, make this the basis for your truth-making decisions. And you'll find in there that doing that without being married is adultery and God's against it. And God will not bless it. Okay, he's against it. He will not bless it in that situation. So making decisions based off the wrong foundation because you're not getting back to truth. And so, so he tells us his word is truth. His word is truth whether it's talking about the creation of the world. Uh, you know, we, go, we go, back over to, go back over to the garden. God had created the heavens and the earth and all those things within, all the animals and the plants and all those things. And he's got Adam there and he's, he's naming all the animals as they come past. And it says, but there was no one for Adam. There was not, there was not a help meet for him. And so God, God laid him down, put him to sleep, took out of his side a rib, and from that he made the woman. And brought her to the man just right. Yeah. And, and God blessed their union then together to multiply and to, to fill up the earth. And, and it's, a, it's a blessed thing to do God's way. Amen. God's way. I mean, there's, there's some just beautiful pictures in there. I love, the, I love that, uh, that thought of thinking about the fact that in Ephesians says, 
we were in Christ Jesus before the foundation of the world. Ding. Who was? The bride. The bride was in Christ Jesus. The elect were in Christ Jesus before the world began. And what? He went to the cross. They pierced his side. Blood flowed out. And a beautiful bride was saved. Can you, do you, can you see all of that? That's just the truth. Okay? And, uh, and so he, he talks about the truth. He says, if you continue in, in John chapter 8, we're just stay in the book of John. Uh, he turns over to John chapter 8. And he tells us there, uh, there were those that were questioning him. Uh, and he says, uh, he, he, <clears throat> as he spake these words, many believed on him. Verse 30. And then said Jesus to those Jews which believed on him, if ye continue in my word... Then are you my disciples indeed. Then you're going to be my followers, my disciples, my learners, my students. You're going to be learning of me. He says, and you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. I'll tell you, there there were those, we could turn over to the book of Galatians, and uh, in Galatians we find that they had erred from the truth. And Apostle Paul wrote to him, he says he was disappointed that they had so soon departed from the truth. Well, there, I could talk this afternoon, and that, but that's not my intent, I don't think. It, I could talk about doctrinal truths of the Word of God and salvation and how salvation is by the grace of God and, God and grace of God alone. And that's how we're saved. I could talk about that. But, I, but for just a second, I want to talk about there are truths... In God's Word. I mean, this thing is so full. <laughs> I mean, it's so full of, of things. You know, he tells us over in Proverbs, buy the truth to sell it not. Oh, man, if I, if I can just get on. You know, by being here today, you're saying I have an interest in the truth. And, and we ought to avail ourselves when we're here. You know, yes, <laughs> Yeah. Don't, don't be worried about what's on there. You know, you can throw it out the window. It'll, it'll be there later, okay? Pay attention to the truth. Because there just might be something in the truth that will save your soul. And when I say that, I'm not, you know what I'm talking about. Right here and now. There, there's advice and learning and wisdom. Brother Derek was reading over there this morning. from the. We've been going through the book of Proverbs. So... And, and over there, wisdom. The wisdom is expressing itself as someone that was there with God from before the beginning. He was full of wisdom. Why? Because we need wisdom to make the right decisions. Where are you going to get the right wisdom? The Word of God, the truth. And if you're not reading it, not knowing it, not listening to it, you're not going to know the, the wise things that are laid out there for us. I mean, God has given us all these answers. You know, young men, avoid, avoid the strange women. Young women, avoid the strange men. Uh, we could go back to the garden over there. That's where I wanted to go a little while ago. He, 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 cre- he took the man and the woman. He took the man and brought the woman forth beside him. They, had, they went forth and, and were multiplied and had children. Uh, and, he, uh, and, and he said this about it. He says, Male and female made he them. That's it. Only choices. I don't care what they tell you today. Male and female made he them. And everything brings forth after his own kind. 
That's the reason we're blessed with children and grandchildren. Uh, not dogs and cats. I mean, you know, it's, it's, pretty, it's pretty much that simple today, folks. And, but but the, the world is trying to confuse you with another supposed truth that is not the truth because it doesn't agree with the truth. This is the truth. And see, when we get that hammered into our heads, that if I want to know how to act, how to live, how to talk, how to work, how to treat my wife, how to treat my children, how to train them up in the way that they should go. There's just one training manual. It's the truth. Buy the truth and sell it not. Man, lay hold on it. You know, we think about the, in the very beginning over there, they found a treasure that was hid in the field and he sold all that he had Go lay hold on the treasure. I'm telling you, if you found a treasure young, lay hold on it. Learn it. Seek it. uh, uh, Study it. Learn it all that you can. He tells us over there, we turn over to, uh, to, to the book of Psalms. This is one of those familiar Psalms. Psalm 100. Make a joyful noise unto the Lord. All ye lands. <laughs> it doesn't seem different when you say it like that. <laughs> Make a joyful noise unto the Lord. All ye lands. Serve the Lord with gladness. Wow. What a concept. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come into his presence with singing. Know ye that the Lord, he is God. Not you. <laughs> not the teachers. Not the president. Not the UN. Not the world council. Not the World Economic Forum or the World Health Organization. God is God, okay? Know ye that the Lord, He is God, that it is He that hath made us and not we ourselves. Quit trying to remanufacture what man and woman is. God's already told you, and it's truth. Amen. Easy peasy. Easy peasy. It is He that made us not we are. We are His people. We belong to Him. We are His people and the sheep of His pasture. You're eating. God's the one laid it out for you. That's what spiritually or naturally. I don't. You can, you can cut that any way you want to cut it. I'm fine with either way. We're the sheep of His pasture. Enter into His gates with thanksgiving. Enter into his courts with praise. Be thankful unto him and bless his name for the Lord's good (laughs) all the time. (laughs) His mercy is everlasting and his truth endureth to all generations. The truth that he laid out in the beginning, it's still the truth because it's the truth. Whatever he laid out in his word and laid out as truths in his word. And, there, and there's a multitude. Go through, read, read Proverbs sometime. And all the, you know, when I say tr- general truths about how to live life, how to conduct yourself, how to act, what to stay away from, what to draw near to, the things to hate. These things that the Lord hates. I mean, he, he gives us a list of things in there that we might know. If, if the Lord hates it, I ought to hate it. 
If he loves it, I ought to love it. Uh, and, and then you begin to build your foundation on the right thing. And, and, and we got something to start training up. You know, I, I know where the world's going because I read the book. And it's the truth. I know where this world is going to. Evil men are going to wax worse and worse. There's going to be those that are going to, uh, uh, in, the la- in the last days, there's going to be a departure from the things of God. We, we read that. It's there. And so we know these things, are, but, you, but it doesn't have to be me. There could be right here in, in Alabama, in a few places, there can be little puddles of light. There can be little places that are still giving glory and honor to God that believe the truth. They're standing for the right things, that are teaching the right things, teaching their children the right things, showing parents, set the example of how do you love one another. By doing it, love one another, show each other, show your children how it's done by doing it every day. At least every week. I mean, <laughs> I mean show, show them how you love one another. I'm, th- I'm, th- I'm thankful we're coming up on 42 years. She hasn't run me off yet, and I'm hoping, I'm hoping she doesn't. Still love her, I love her more today than I did 42 years ago. It's different today because we know each other. We've had some experience together. All of them haven't been great. I'm not talking about just the marriage. You know... Serving God's people, been doing that for over 30 years. Uh, it's been, there's been high points and there's been low points and everywhere in between. And I wouldn't, and I wouldn't go, I wouldn't trade it for anything. Because the best of the best of the best that I've ever experienced has been right in the house of God. Amen. The best of the best. He tells us over in the book of Ephesians. We'll, close, we'll turn over there and bring some of these comments to a close. <clears throat> Ephesians chapter 4. He goes through the first three chapters of the book of Ephesians. Tells us all kinds of wonderful things about what God has done for us. How he's saved us by his grace. Then he gets over to chapter 4 and he begins to talk about some practical things. He first of all, we'll, we'll just kind of summarize and say this. He said he gave to some he gave to some prophets and some uh, pastors and teachers and some evangelists and so forth uh, for the uh, perfecting of the saints, uh, for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ, till we all come in the unity of faith. You know, there, there's something else. If you're wondering as a church what it is you're supposed to be doing, you're supposed to be unified. Supposed to be unified around the faith. <laughs> it says, until you come and all come into a unity of faith of the knowledge of the Son of God, a perfect man. And complete. When you get to that unity of faith and the, and the knowledge of the Son of God, you're a complete person. He says, unto the measure, the stature of the fullness of Christ. I love, I've loved that verse forever. Uh, he wants us. I told somebody one time, I said, you know, if you ever get to, ever get to New York, you know, you ever go to uh, the Statue of Liberty, one thing you'll find, they got all these little statues of liberty that they would try to say, you know, to take, take home, put on the shelf or whatever. And, uh, but, you know, it's just a stature of the fullness of the real thing. God just wants us to be a stature of the fullness of Christ. 
Just try to be as much like him as possible. That we hint, why? That we henceforth be no more children, tossed to and fro by every wind of doctrine. I'm going to say teaching, thought, thinking, the thoughts of the world. You, if, you, if you get built on a good foundation about the truth of God's word, you're not going to be shaken. It's not going to move you. You're not going to be go out wondering, well, oh, I better chase this new idea, this new... No. Back to the foundation. Back to the things of God's Word. Not be tossed to and fro and carried about with every wind of doctrine by the slight of men. Yeah, there's folks out there trying to fool you. By the slight of men, uh, slight of men and, the, and cunning and craftiness whereby they lie in wait to deceive. There are deceivers and liars out there. And I know who the father of lies is. And it's Satan himself. And so when you see people that are constantly lying, you might know what power's behind them. And but speaking the truth in love may grow up into him in all things, which is the head, even Christ. Speak the truth in love. Love one another. That's a commandment from God. That we might love, you know, ye, ye have heard it said, love your neighbor and hate your enemies. But I say unto you, he, had, he straightened them out that they were to love one another. Tell you what, you set that out as your goal. Stay away from things that you shouldn't be around. Follow after the right paths. You pray for the wisdom of God that He would give you wisdom for making decisions and following after Him. God will bless you. And your life will be better off for it. And your community will be better off for it. And this country will be better off for it. We need some people that know how to live. May God bless you is our prayer.